Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Five in the secondary for the Broncos. Here they come with five. There's the catch and touchdown by C. Brown! We are back and better than ever, baby. The Lions coming off a 42-17 ass-kicking of the Denver Broncos <laughs> in primetime. The Lions oh, 4-0 yeah. in primetime. They've actually won their last five, um, and they average over 31 points per game in primetime. This is a team that shows up when the lights are the brightest, and you got to love it. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to be diving into this game and also where the Lions stand with the playoffs and everything of that nature. Um, what an exciting time to be a Lions fan. What an ty- exciting time to be a Blue Kool-Aid drinker. Um, and we're going to get all that. Before we do, let's introduce Blue Kool-Aid crew that is here. I'm Big Z. Let's get to the other two that are here. We got UJ. Hello, everybody. And Red Dog. Yo. So, gentlemen, the Lions come out um, a little slow on offense. First three drives um, don't do too much on offense. But the defense responded early on. I just want to point out one guy right now. So the defense mm-hmm. has made some changes. Jerry Jacobs got benched in this game. Um, he didn't eat. Uh, Careful patting yourself on the back so you're going to break <laughs> your own arm. Well, uh, you know, <laughs> I, again, he's a third cornerback, not a second cornerback that should be out there every down. Um, but anyways, he gets benched. Um, they do kind of a rotation with Khalil Dorsey um, and Kendall Vildor. Um, but then the, also the big, big change is probably Tracy Walker, not in the starting lineup and a guy named mm-hmm. Ify Melifonwu. He had the game of his life. So if he no mo, he had the game of his <laughs> life and he could see, you can see his impact all over the field blitzing. He caused the fumble that bugs big man, <laughs> you know, no, doesn't quite have the speed to get it all the way into the end zone, unfortunately, no. <laughs> um, but he picks it up rumbles for a while. But if he had nine tackles, six solo at a sack that the strip sack fumble. Um and two pass deflections, including one like on a deep throw Oof. where he just used that length to get over top of him to knock the ball out. Stellar um, play of that one. Play. It was awesome. He was in single coverage on that. Um, you know, not not quite in the best position necessarily, but you know, they had the athleticism to make up for it there. Um yeah. and man, Nothing. just all around. I, I wanted to start with him because yeah. I was just so excited. It's, it's really cool to see Absolutely. Uh, the improvement. I mean, vast, vast improvement. He's barely been able to make the lineup, but but even uh, when he was replacing Walker earlier in the year, he he was playing really well too, nice and physical. I think it helps that our D line played better um, in this game too. That always helps. Um, but definitely, some of the lineup changes I did I think, think helped. Kirby, he was replacing earlier in the season, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. Um, when Kirby was hurt, yep. Uh, Back when Tracy was playing good, still. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but man, just uh, I think those couple changes definitely helped. And of course, playing prime time at home, the you know, just a little extra juice. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I wanted to start off with the defense before we get into the offense performance tonight. Um, but uh, yeah. UJ, what do you see from the defense here in this game? Well, I have to say it because no one else did, but there was nothing iffy about Iffy's performance in that game. <laughs> it was a dominating performance for the the young safety, and I I think part of it, you know, uh, his coming out. You know, we always knew he was athletic when we drafted him. We knew this kid could play. He was long, and he had those traits that you just wanted. And, he he's been just nicked up so much in his career and is what three years now, I think in the league. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, maybe he's just healthy now. I don't know. Whatever it is though. It's great. But, uh, I just want to say about this defensive performance overall, it was, it was uh, like an eye opener. And I think, uh, Aaron Glenn finally just, uh, unleashed the hounds, man. And just, uh, where were all these blitzing schemes earlier in the year? I don't know. He blitzed a ton in this game. A ton. A ton. Oh, that was so <laughs> I'd say much. more in this game than he has all year almost <laughs> added up but uh it was very effective and it was coming from every direction and it was it was really fun to watch man they just put a mm-hmm. lot of pressure on and, and that's what i just enjoyed seeing so much yeah red dog 
Yeah, I, I hate to agree with you or disagree with you, UJ, but uh, I, I just have to make. Uh, I'm not sure we knew that if he could play. We we knew he had some nice physical traits, but we were never really sure what he was going to be. And he's finally figuring it out now. They finally clearly put him in a spot where he fits because well, he was a cornerback when we drafted him. I'm pretty sure, and like we didn't know what we were going to get out, and we just like he he had the physical traits that were just so tantalizing. And man, we really saw him on that blitz. How fast. He was blitzing from deep, getting all the way to Russell. That was Oh, how about crazy. that play? We should talk. That play was incredible. He was like, what, lined up 15 yards deep at the yeah, start Yeah, and he play? blitz off, like the left <laughs> B gap and like ran Russell down despite him getting a nice head start, like oh, yeah. rolling to the right. That was like just terrific speed. Uh, and yeah, that, that safety or the pass defense, man, he really showed up. And the thought of him and, uh, and with a CD coming back soon, like, it's going to be so interesting. Him, freaking Kirby, Branch, and and uh, CJGJ just makes me feel like this secondary is going to look way more intimidating as we approach the playoffs. And, man, it's exciting. Yeah. Hey, as far then, as, like, the whole oh, – oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Finish your point, Just, just uh, for the whole defense, uh, you know, it, I think we really started this last week against the Bears. I think the, the D-line had already begun to surge and started to show that they can get some wins up front. And uh, I want to give a hats off to uh, Pascal because I think that was a terrific sack. Oh, yeah. One of his best, maybe the best games of the year. Yeah, yeah, another uh, tackle for loss in the run game, too. Yeah, definitely one of his best performances. On the screen. That yeah. might have been his, but I think that was his best play of the game, by the way. that If he didn't make that tackle on that screen, that guy had like <laughs> 30 yards of open field. <laughs> right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, uh, was I, I just want to make uh, Big Z, you've been saying it all year, though, about Jacobs. And uh, mm. I hate to say it, but you're right. You know, I I think a lot of us fans were just rooting for Jacobs because he was just that great underdog story. And, uh, you know, that this kid just came out of nowhere. And we loved his grit. And he plays so hard. And, you know, okay, he's he's a bit overmatched at times. but He's a good depth piece, but he's <laughs> hey, not a starter. In fact, he's our highest rated player in the Pro Bowl rankings because of his three interceptions. Look, he obviously has some deficiency in his pass coverage, and I'm not ready to give like I didn't see anything from Vildor or uh or what's his name? Uh Dorsey. Dorsey, Dorsey. that really shows that they're any better than him right now. They made well, the kinds of plays he always made, big plays in the backfield on screens and perimeter plays. Um they need to change saying, something. I, 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 mean, I ain't right. I, he he's been playing bad. I'll give I'll give you that, but I think that's not all on him either. But hey. I'm not ready no, to give up on Jerry. No, it's not all on him, but uh, he, he, I mean, he was he's he's thrown at like ten times a game. While Sutton's kind of, I over bet there he gets his way done. back into the lineup before the end of the year. Uh, I don't know if he'll be back in the lineup, but he'll he won't be like kicked off the team or released no, or anything no, like that. I'm not even saying that. But, uh, he's a good no, depth bet, piece. I what am I saying? He's our, fine our number two piece again by the end I've of the year. <laughs> I was just trying I to give he, you credit for being right, Big Z. Um, but another, <laughs> yeah, another I thing I, I would just like to mention here is that uh, with this blitzing that uh, Aaron Glenn unleashed here in this game, uh, I mean, how does this bode going forward? You know, like it, it's going to be interesting, you know, see if we can do this more often. And against better teams, it's, it's not always going to work. You know, it could work against you at times. But uh, it's going to be Well, yeah, there's some time in this game, especially the blitzing from our linebackers, uh, I think still leaves some to be desired. They're mm-hmm. crashing into each other and. When the blitz yeah. doesn't get home, uh, well, it leaves wide open, you know, re- receivers. But exactly. But so yeah, like even I think our one, linebackers uh... have some blitzing, uh, especially from Campbell. Campbell, I, I think uh, could have been a be- could have been done a better job in this game from the blitzing standpoint. At least. Yeah, I think he's, he's still developing that part of his game. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Anzalone um, had some really nice blitzes. Anzalone's... That one where he got the pass deflection was excellent. Anzalone's yeah. a stud, man. And he's a good blitzer too. The guy is so freaking fast. There's a one he, I think he blitzed, missed the blitz, fell down, got up, and chased Russell Wilson down for like a one yard gain or something like that. It was incredible. Just his speed and his his agility is is off the charts, man. I think he's just one of the more underrated linebackers in the league, personally, Anzalone. So that's all. I'm just I agree. Giving my props here to him. He's, I think he's I, playing great. I don't know what you got to do to be considered a really good linebacker. The way he flies around to the ball and makes plays and constantly impacts the game. It's like that dude definitely deserves his flowers. But I will say Jack Campbell, maybe his pass rushing still needs to keep developing. But like 
his overall presence and effect on the game is just I, I you feel it he's just like a, a nice little like warm safety blanket out there because the dude puts down tackles when people miss him he flies all around the field he's so tough in the middle it really helps make a stout to stop that run game uh and i just think he's gonna he's working towards a breakout game here where he affects the game in a little more overt ways for sure um and uh you know levi Munzerike actually was our third best rated mm. defensive player in this game yeah he, he, uh, he definitely had his you? best game as a player a great... it's a very limited sample but still uh you know him showing yeah. up at all is fantastic because he's like so many of these other guys, just like Iffy. He just needs to stay healthy and stay, be on the field getting reps. He needs that that opportunity to develop his skill set and learn and see what other teams do to stop you and how to learn how to beat it and all that. He just needs that time in game and staying healthy. And I think he's he's got stellar, you know, physical traits. That's why we drafted him in the second right. round. Same with Pascal. Those guys just need to keep stringing games together of health and this and is i his, think this is his rookie season gonna get better this is his rookie season so effectively yeah <laughs> uh, yeah effective yeah sorry thank you effectively his rookie season because his injuries last a couple of years yeah yeah um, and broderick so, like, martin played in this game as well he got a, he assisted on a couple tackles um the, the yeah. lions defense uh you know I, I bet the under on Javante Williams rushing because it was like 67. I'm like, that's way too high. First, uh, like, <laughs> Anyways, they had 28 carries for 83 yards in this game. Three yards a carry. That's a phenomenal job. And the Lions run defense Absolutely. has not been the problem this year besides like, running quarterbacks. But as far as yeah. running, rushing yards from a running back and designed run plays. Um, it's definitely a pass rush. Uh, yeah, the pass rush is the biggest issue. But at least they're, at least they're good at one thing, you know, uh, especially. Yeah. Well, that's I think that's their identity. Like that's clearly that's clearly the way we've sacrificed some things on the pass rush side because we're determined to be a top run defense first. Because I think that's like a good strategy in this league. Make the quarterbacks have to put together great routes. You talk <laughs> about what what this team does good though. What our defense is good though. You're right. We do play good in the run, and and we play violent too. I mean, that part I like about our team. These guys love to hit out there, man. They're, Again, some good hitting out oh, there. Oh yeah, and uh, and and these guys pay the price when they when they run against us or catch passes against us, and and mm-hmm. we just got to keep doing that, you know. I mean, yeah, we do have deficiencies, but we try to make up for it in other ways. So, you know, every every team has deficiencies out there, but you know, just like us. So, it's yeah. just it's just how we match up and how we do going forward. So I don't know, man. I'm very hopeful with this team, and if we if we can, uh, you know, we had our swoon there, our, our little lull in our season. That maybe now yeah. this is the time we just mm-hmm. we start picking it up toward the end, right at the end, and take it into the playoffs, baby. And Hutch had Hutch led the team with five pressures. So he had a pretty solid game, I think. Uh, but it, I, it, I agree. Uh, you yeah. know, he I don't think he he's still clearly the game plan is to, to double him. Yeah, he's still getting doubled, but he had he had a good game. Um, and the defense as a whole, I mean, just. Excellent job all around. Uh, I imagine Ooh, Cam we, Sutton. Cam Sutton, yeah. I mean, he, he's been sneaky, just like really good all year because they don't throw to his his way as often as our other. Part of the reason Jerry struggles so much. Well, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he only gave up one catch for eight yards in this game. Uh, that that one though down in the red zone where he was alone on Cortland Sutton and just hip pocketed him so textbook perfect and made the pass defense yes. near the goal line Great was play. absolutely excellent definitely definitely um and like you said like when CJ DJ gets back um it's going to be really interesting what, what they do with them uh do you think they put him at the other cornerback do we do Ooh. Think that's like definitely <laughs> I mean that's his background I mean, are they going to put him back in the safety spot I, I love the way if he's playing. I want him out there, you know? I know, I know. <laughs> like, the thing is, we do have so many, di- like, uh, like diverse talented. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, multi-talented defensive backs. Like, all those guys I listed versatile. have, like, yeah, versatile. Thank you. Like, freaking Branch. We could put him as the other corner sometimes. Like, we could put CD as the corner sometimes. We could even put Iffy as a corner sometimes. Like all those dudes can do so much. Like you could throw out every kind of look you can imagine, sort of like we do with our linebackers. But I mean, Vildor and those guys, I think are playing solid right now. But you know, we don't need to necessarily. Well, as as Aaron Glenn is learning how to blitz throughout the season uh, and and improving his scheming in that regard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I mean, with that versatility, I mean, you can line up 
him up like iffy or something like that at cornerback and blitz him off the edge like the sky's a defense a little more because you have that versatility too that's what it offers you like they can think they're yeah throwing at iffy on the outside and he ends up blitzing or uh if he lines up like on the inside and switches out really quick like some some sort of like there's a bunch of different line uh lineups you could do when you have that versatility on the defense Plus- side so you could find ways to get them on the field by taking linebackers off because those dudes aren't really liabilities in the run game either. Like run two linebackers yeah. with, you know, six D backs. It's like, there's so many different ways to use that talent. And I don't count Tracy Walker out either. I think he'll find his way back on the field again. He won't be the starter, but he's a good depth piece to have. Oh, definitely. There. I agree. I agree. Yeah, definitely. But I think we all agree. He's not quite the same player he was before his injury. Um, yeah, I think we've touched on that in the past. So. Yeah, he hasn't quite found that stride he was hitting right before it. And, you know, him being out there more and more is better for him, too. But I guess he is getting kind of on there in years, isn't he? Yeah. 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 And uh, I think, think Jalen Reed even had a couple more, a few more snaps, actually, in this game again. So he's out there. Barnes, I think, had played relatively solid uh as yeah. well off the edge he, he got hurt and luckily came back in the second half that was good to see you know we don't yeah, want to see him yeah, out that was good to see i was worried a little worried about that when he was yeah there. um because he's had a great year uh it, it's it's awesome to just watch that uh yeah, his development is excellent yeah development that's the word i was looking for well let's start to the other side shall we this mm-hmm. is really fun yeah. so it wasn't fun the first three drives but it was fun every other drive after that uh <laughs> jared goff goes off for 24 for 34 throwing 278 yards five touchdowns um and three of those were to sam laporta uh, who's just breaking records left and right amon ra uh whatever mini slumpy head uh you know gone gone yeah seven i kind of like actually like 112 yards one touchdown and he had an exciting play in this game he jumped over a guy and flipped into the end zone flip yeah, he says, I'm on, I'm on my highlight reel, man. He just leaped. Leaped yeah, the I was sky. Like, it was awesome. I was snoring a little bit there, and like, <laughs> and then like, I was like, oh, I'm not boring. What's this? <laughs> and I think that most so importantly, sick. JMO went four for 47, but had seven targets in this game, too. One of yeah, which yes. should have been completed. Goff overthrew him. He had a man beat downfield. Yeah. Um, but they were doing it. You know, they're the other. I think one other target made was a short one, but another one was a 20 yarder too. And it was so early that, in like, the game. They didn't wait till like the fourth quarter. Yeah, um, right. So they're doing like a thing. deep pitch on the other one and where JMO's educating us. Short. Oh, he's educating us too. He's showing he can make tough catches now. We yeah, the one that. catch uh, on the right. Yeah. That was yeah, fantastic. Man. Yeah, that was definitely the most. Well, I don't know if it was difficult. We've seen him make difficult, like the Tampa Bay one where he scored a touchdown. Um, the deep oh, throw, different man, extremely backwards, and it fell on his chest. It, it was a, it was a catch. He was it meant draped on him, and it wasn't a display <laughs> of great hands. It was a good display of like tracking the ball, but this one was like a legit hands catch up in the air under duress, getting dragged yeah, to the I ground. Know. Like that's exactly the kind of uh, yeah. It was great. I thought he was confidence. hurt after that. It, it looked like it kind of landed on his. That probably didn't feel great. Really weird, but <laughs> it was an awkward. Yeah, but. I think he's okay. Yeah, thank God. Uh, man, that would that would really suck. But um, oh my God. But man, he's just I, getting his time. I, is is the team MVP? I, I we're getting way into the end of the season, but like Sam Laporta is just awesome. He is so reliable in this so offense good. when we need a third down completion. So good. I mean, Amon Ra obviously is our guy, but I, I mean, think Laporta just adds a whole other dimension. Guys, so. Hey, this is you know unbelievable what? from a rookie, though. It's crazy. It, it is. is. It's, it's, it's amazing. Freaky good. Remember our uh, our roars of the week uh, on our last pod? Yeah. I think all our roars came through. Uh, <laughs> to extent, yeah. Whoever we picked, they all came through this this week. Well, you yeah. picked like a, a 10% of the team, UJ. <laughs> I picked oh, yeah, the O-line. Right. Hey, but the O-line stepped up in a big way in this game. Goff had <laughs> all sure the did. time in the world they to did. throw. The running lanes were there. Ragnow is a stud. He was a week and a half off a of meniscus surgery, okay, and he came back and played. Think about that. I mean, I know it's not that the most serious surgery, okay. I've had meniscus surgery on both of my knees, but it, to come back a week and a half after that and, and be playing an NFL football game, so that's bad. studly, man. The guy's a stud. He's unreal. Well, the, yeah. Yeah, Ragnow – uh Obviously, a huge difference because then you can shift Glasgow back out to guard where he's much better uh, in this mm-hmm. offense. Yes. Yes. Um, 
It so. was great to have the whole bunch for a whole game. That's one of like the few we've actually seen of all I five. Know. And, and I mean, I know happened. technically <laughs> it's not Vitae, but. Yeah, they, they absolutely shredded. I mean, shredded uh, this defense, especially on the ground. Gibbs, mm-hmm. 11 carries for 100 yards, even. On the that's, dot. Um, and David Montgomery, 17 for 85. That's 28 carries for 185 yards. Um, that's that's 6.6 yards a carry and a touchdown. Gibbs, this looks prediction. better and better and better yeah. every week. One thing I, I got to say is not, Gibbs so is a good. superstar. We have a superstar on our team. This kid mm-hmm. is a superstar. You, you know, every time you see a superstar, hey, is he other a superstar, teams here, I mean, you know how he makes things look easy. This guy, he, he makes it look easy. It's ridiculous. He, he hardly ever gets knocked down at the end of a play. He's usually standing still, you know, runs out of boundary, gets hit or whatever. Boom. He's shaking it off. I don't know. He's just like, he doesn't even look bothered or like he's sweating. hard. No. He His contact balance easy. is like ridiculous he does not just go down easy and he's just he's been a little more patient in his vision and his instincts have just gotten mm-hmm. better and better yes. every week um because yeah, at the so beginning really of the season his instincts were not um up to snuff yeah but he's uh he's vastly improved in that area um yep so much he's really starting to see what when he has to like he, like he's not panicking anymore right. he's not getting excited putting his head down and just hitting it He's he's he knows when he can take a beat, look and find a gap. And man, with his speed and his agility, it is really just showing off. Like he's doing all that, like that that one run where he didn't score but got us down to like the three yard line mm-hmm. was so ridiculous. He was just juking so many people on that sideline and really juked the last guy, but over juked him and kind of threw himself back. <laughs> like, like, but it wasn't was just dirty. It wasn't yeah, the juke of the game that belonged to JMO on the sideline who oh, somehow yes. got like seven more yards. That, out that of nothing. was so sad. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it, it's a fun highlight to watch. It's like a guy that looks like he's, Literally about to get tackled, just like somehow dukes his way to seven yards, like down the sideline. It was he, just awesome. How did he create that space for himself? There was like the dude, he was on the sideline when he caught the ball. Like, <laughs> I know. like the fact he's able to just blow by that guy. Get the ball like, in this man's hands. <laughs> like, seriously. I think they're finally and they figuring were doing that it. out a little bit. Though. I think they are. Um, yeah. It's really exciting to see. Really, really exciting. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean the Gibbs and Montgomery, just that duo is fantastic. Like they're two different type I style know. runners, um, but they, they complement each other extremely well. Yes, um, and I hope they can stay exactly. healthy all the way into the playoffs here because it, it, it'd be it's it's awesome. As good as uh, Montgomery is, though, like Gibbs is really showing that level of like you almost don't want to see Montgomery on the field as much anymore. <laughs> like, like it's great because you know you can't just run Gibbs all the time. But, like, there was a couple where, like, Monty had a hole that Gibbs would have blown for at least another 10 yards, but, like, was getting, like, caught up in arm tackles and stuff. And, uh, like, hey, it's not, I'm not complaining. The dude's a stud, uh, and it's just a different kind of back. But, like, Gibbs' explosiveness is just so dynamite. Uh, <laughs> every time he touches the ball, it's, it's, I mean, honestly, if he keeps developing, he's, he's going to start looking more and more like Barry the way he's running. You can tell he's kind of channeling it. And he'll probably never be that level of elusiveness, but that speed, he doesn't necessarily need to always be elusive either. <laughs> Just yeah. burn, baby. But the complimentary uh, running back duo is really incredible, though. I mean, yes. And it, it, and it does. It, it doesn't, we won't burn uh, Gibbs out, you know, when with Monty out mm-hmm. there. And Monty gets those hard first downs, man. He, I'll tell you, yeah. that guy works his ass off, man. He so runs good. so hard. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How he stays healthy, but man, he just runs his ass off. He runs. I know so his head's hard. getting like bent and stuff. He runs <laughs> so hard. He's he's just fun to watch, man. I, you know, I know he doesn't have the speed to get you know gives and that thing, but man, he's still to me, he's very fun to watch. Absolutely. It, so. If you watch him from his like uh, Bears days, or if you remember him, like he looks I like do. he's having the best time of his life out there right now, like on a winning team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a great offensive yeah. line to run behind. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool to see. And one guy just can't tackle him. I mean, he just True. keeps going. His right. legs are churning constantly, and it, it's it's pretty amazing. And that's the thing; he's not just like a like a power back. He's got such ridiculous agility. Like, like he may that, he may not be the fastest, but man, like he is sliding left to right and making like ridiculous moves that make him so hard to get a beat on half the time. Like, yeah, he's he is special. Well, I'll tell you what: if we continue our good blocking 
we golf has so many weapons here to choose from. It's really amazing right now. So this offense, if we keep clicking going into the postseason here, I mean, the most important thing is the knows. offensive line. Got to keep the offensive line healthy. Oh, yes. Got yes, to. That's got to, core. got to, got to. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens the last three weeks of the Lions clinch something if they like, you know. Oh, so we'll get into all that in a moment. But uh, more on this okay. offense, because there is something I got to talk about with Ben Johnson and probably Goff and all that came up with like these hot reads to fade routes on the perimeter are fantastic where like, he just gets reads hot and just tosses it to the sideline Reynolds. for Reynolds. Reynolds. He did baby. it twice. One was a big first down conversion for a nice like 20 yards. And then the other time was a pass interference yeah. call that got us the first down. Like that is like, I swear it's like Ben, ben must listen to our pod because I was calling for that. Just we got to force our wheels. And I just throw it up the 50, 50 balls. Sometimes you can't always right. take what's there. And man, Reynolds has that body where, like, he's always going to be kind of a mismatch on cornerbacks on that perimeter running those fade routes. I love that, like, 50-50, just toss it up there. And Goff throws a nice little rainbow ball for that, too. So, yeah, yeah I love that that development of their offense. Yeah, Reynolds is a, definitely an unsung hero on this team. Uh, I don't think he gets near enough credit for the, for the stuff he does. <laughs> so, so, he's just... I just want to throw that out there because, uh, you know, the other guys get most of the talking points, but man, this guy's always out there making plays and he's been a great addition to this team. Yeah. yeah I mean, he's just not like, uh, you know, in our offense, he's really save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Like a number two, number one wide receiver. <laughs> like He's not, uh, you know, he's not a true number one in the sense that Amon Ra is our number but he plays that role on the perimeter right? So right. as the big body. He just body. seems so and clutch, though. Like he he's just, so reliable, exactly. He makes big plays when you need him. Like he's there. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Definitely. I, and, you know, the other thing I want to point out again is that, you know, the, the last piece of that Stafford trade was the Rams' first-round pick, and the Lions trade back. And with that trade back in this last draft, a lot of people thought, oh, Lions should have got Jalen Carter. And even like in recent weeks, people like, you know, with the poor defensive play, like maybe we should have got Jalen Carter. Well, the trade back got us Jameer Gibbs and yep. Laporta. So yep. it's hard to it's hard to <laughs> disagree um, with the Five finality of that the Stafford of trade amongst also getting like Goff and all the other picks. Don't you love that uh, Campbell was given uh Shit to the, all the people who who said we didn't pick well in the draft. Like he, he just came out and had to say it. <laughs> Brad Holmes, man, he knew what he was doing, and 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 it's panning out in a big way too. I mean, uh, who's that other running back uh, that was uh, the first? Oh, B. John Robinson. Yeah, does anybody talk about that guy? What's he doing? Not as well. It's a great question. Uh, a lot of people are wondering that. Uh, <laughs> I think he's got. They have injured, they've handled him very bizarrely in atlanta atlanta has a lot of other problems so i think yeah. that coach is probably gonna get fired they have way too much talent on that team to, to lose to the panthers today for well like yeah i think the big thing is like i think Bijan's a good running back like and i, I see too. why people liked him but like like as, as as agile and stuff as he is he doesn't have that speed that gibbs has and and that's why like and gibbs isn't necessarily as less i it's not like he's less agile either he just doesn't have to run as much you know shifty stuff a lot of the time because he can just put on those jets like and but you see now he can do the shifty stuff man he's, he's so shifty <laughs> he's hard to take down he's, and he's uh, i little, think he's the better seam, back. man that little tiny seam that's all right? he needs is all he needs i mean hey historically running backs with his kind of speed have done really well in the league and you combine that with his overall skill set well someone was combining him comparing him to chris johnson i don't know if i exactly hmm. see that but it's not the uh, same, but hey, I mean, just the fact that someone's comparing <laughs> tells <laughs> yeah. you something. So I don't know. But that's that is the example. Like true burner running backs are a nightmare in the league. Like 
and they've historically just I mean Adrian Peterson was like that. He had true burner speed and he but he had the whole package. Like but Gibbs is not is kind of like that. He's tough, like you're saying. He's got great shiftiness, he's got great vision. Like he's so much more than just this fast running back, and that's why I think he's just gonna be. And he's a better receiver too, out of yes. the backfield. Absolutely, um, right. Chris Johnson. Hey, so. see, see, when when he caught that touchdown pass, were you afraid that he dropped it too quickly after he caught it? Just a little, like no, I, I was. Like this is the first time I'm even thinking about it, so I definitely did not think about pass, it. Went into the goal end zone and then just threw the ball on the ground, like all like seemed like almost in one motion. <laughs> Don't you gotta like? Don't you gotta bring the ball to the sideline, like, and also carry it with you all the way to the locker room, put it in your locker, Barry would, well, and then make sure it never touches the ground again to qualify as a catch. I'm just saying, like, I would just hold on to it just a little longer. <laughs> well, maybe they'll bring that up in a meeting, but, but I, no one, I, I certainly did not. Even I mean, catch no one that questioned it the, during the game, so I guess it was okay, but. I, I, it can't cross my mind anyway. Hey, it's not a bad point, you know. Like I think it's like it's kind of silly sometimes to put the ball down quick right as you cross the end zone. Like I think that happened today. Someone uh, was running like a pickback or something. It was like celebrating in the Buccaneers the game. Yeah, side. yeah, and he got it hit out of his hands as he's crossing. Luckily, just he waited it, just long enough, and it wasn't a fumble. But man, like that's just a silly risk. You know, why yeah, it's like stupid. the Calvin catch and all that. You don't want to risk, silly, you know, some stupid thing being called. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, you know, I, you know, really quick, I just, I have a, I have a stock up and a stock down. Like, it just, I just want to do one. It, it's stock up and stock down. It's one thing. <laughs> uh, the refs. <laughs> it was positive for the Lions because they called a phantom offsides on the offense that no, I still wow. don't understand at all. <laughs> Wait, but then stock down up. because that was an awful call by the refs, and I don't understand at all. Remotely the right what guard was lined up; his head was breaching the ball. Yeah, no, he wasn't. Yeah, yes, it was. It was. The, the guard was. He was over the ball. His he helmet is clearly forward. I, I That's not offsides. I didn't see it at first either until I had it explained to me. But uh, so, is it, what's the rule? Is it that your helmet can't breach the plane of the ball, or that you can't be past the ball? I think the, he can't. The ball has to be ahead of his. The... Yeah, he can't be breaching the plane of the ball. Right. The dude was clearly exactly, lined exactly. up offsides. If that's the rule, I didn't think it was clear at all. I thought that was a horrible call. Well, <laughs> their helmets kind of blend in, so maybe you just couldn't see it well. But it was pretty clear. I've never seen this many offenses offsides in two weeks of football in my, my life. I've seen it four times in the yeah. last two weeks. <laughs> when have you heard him call offensive offsides? If they don't. It looks like that's like a defensive call. Well, right. it looks like these linemen it. are trying to cheat a little bit and trying to get clo- uh, better closer to the ball so they can get like a nice surge or something. So they're lining up because like so. there was you should never of... line up off sides because you should know exactly where your feet go right next to the dude uh, to the dude next to you. So even in, like there are plays where you will line up closer to the ball, but like you should know if your feet are lined up right next to your center. You, there's no way you should line but up. I'm sorry, and any quarterback sneak, those guys are definitely on the ball or even slightly above the ball, and they never call it. And I thought this was not even that well, close. To maybe if offside. everyone's doing it, yeah. it's okay. But he was the only guy lined up that far. You know, I, hey, Z, I, I thought it was horrible, have, have <laughs> but I'm glad it went our way. Obviously, just, oh yeah, you know. for sure. I do actually have a stock down in this game. Sure, and that would be Jack Fox. Uh, did yeah. have a very good game. <laughs> Jack Fox has been so reliable, and he just did not have a good game. He was his two pumps short. He he couldn't put him out of bounds. You know, and no, it was just just didn't have a good game. He didn't punt well. Okay, he was getting tired on the sidelines. He was like he just got kind of. I used to kicking as much in the first quarter. I think he kicked three or four punts. But uh, anyway, after that, I had to say, Jack, sorry, buddy, you had a rough game there, pal. But don't worry, we love you. And we know you're one of the best in the game. So. That's how great our team is. We're Even when our team MVP good. is not playing up to his best, yeah. we rally around him. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. Not, I think not, Goff's not our team MVP, honestly. The dude balls out. Yeah, he, he definitely had a great rebound game. Again, he's so much better at home. That's why the Lions, it is important, yeah. I think, that we get that two seed if we can. Um which is kind of a great segue into where the Lions stand uh, right now. So Dallas lost today. Um, yes. They got their ass kicked. Uh, they got ran over, like literally run over by the, the uh, Josh Allen <laughs> through like 14 passes, I think, today. Oh, wow. Um, And they got 
they got smoked. So that's that's a good that's promising for the Lions when they travel to Dallas. Uh, if their run defense continually not up to par in the way we're blocking, uh, that could be a great matchup for us actually. Um, but anyway, so they fall to ten and four. Obviously, the Lions move up to ten and four. They're still a three seed. There's the Monday night game tomorrow. Um, if the Eagles lose that game, uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure where this. I think the Eagles still have the tiebreaker because they have a stronger strength of schedule. Uh, it depends on like opponents, actually. Uh, and and Jalen Hurts might not play tomorrow. San Francisco is the one seed. They're a game ahead of the Lions. The Lions pretty much need San Francisco to lose two to the next three and the Lions to win out for them to get the one seed. So it's very unlikely. The one the Lions have got to go for is that two seed. Um, and Jalen Hurts not playing tomorrow. So if they lose, that would greatly help the Lions. But. At least they're in the three seed because then they're three games ahead of Tampa Bay or the Saints. What for the if we seed. win out? What happens if we win out? How is, what would our allowed? Still like? might not get the one seed though. We might not get. Well, we're definitely well, very likely not getting the one seed just because San Francisco is going to be favored by double right. digits the rest of the way, um, and they would need to lose two of those three. Um, what is what's it? their record right now? It's Eleven and three. We're ten and four. Yeah. It's right now San Francisco eleven and three, oh, nice Eagles lead. ten and three, but they play tomorrow night against in Seattle uh, without Jalen Hurts, like quarterback, mind you. Uh, Honestly, the... go ahead, sorry. Lions at ten and four, Tampa Bay is seven and seven, and then the three wild card spots: Dallas at ten and four, um, Vikings and Rams at seven and seven. Uh, so right now, if the season ended today, the Lions would be playing the Vikings, uh, which seems to be the same story I've been telling for weeks now. Yeah. But uh, yeah. we so do play them two of the last three games, so that's probably not going to stay the same. Well, the more likely scenario is that the Rams uh, end up in that sixth spot, it seems, or the Saints, uh, which would be wild. Stafford coming to Detroit. Could you for the, imagine for that? A home, for the first Detroit home playoff game in 30 years. That would be pretty amazing, actually. We stop on them. And they're playing pretty good. And Stafford has actually looked great. I don't know if you've been able to watch him at all. He's, he's yeah, really he, good. he does look good right now. They're, they're, they're no playing surprise well. there. They're, they're playing well. Yeah. He's got a couple um, really nice receivers out there. And, and Stafford's just playing good. Um, the, Seattle could move up to 7-7, seven and seven too, if they win tomorrow. And uh, there could be a rematch there as well for the Lions. Yeah. Uh, at home against Seattle, our kryptonite. <laughs> They're like our right. nemesis. They are. Yeah. <laughs> our defensive kryptonite, I say. We we score thirty plus against them every game uh, on offense. But I, honestly, the seed seeding means nothing to me right now because the main goal in front of us is got to be the division. Well, really, yes. So the Lions got great help there this week. The Vikings lose um, against Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, they couldn't get one yard in two plays. Uh, they tried a quarterback sneak twice. You know, if you're just going to do a quarterback sneak, everybody knows it's coming. Why don't you like throw like T.J. Hawkinson or something behind there, like some guy that actually has like mobility yeah. and strength? Yeah, right. I don't understand why you put the quarterback that clearly cannot sneak very well. Um, so Probably anyway, because handling the snap is too hard. I, well, that was part of the problem yeah. that they he couldn't handle the snap, and that's why they didn't make the fourth down uh, and one, and oh. then the Bengals turn around uh, and, and score. But anyway, so the Vikings lose. The Packers lost again. They're six and eight now. So Lions basically just have to win one more time. Yep. Uh, in the next three games, yep. and they clinch a division. Or um, if Minnesota loses one, Lions will also clinch. This next week, we're gonna do that. Yeah. Well, we play the Vikings two last three. So I know. <laughs> um, I take it on there next week in a big time way. Yeah. Take it in Minnesota. That would be pretty badass. Like yes, block it, it down would. two weeks early yes, against the, our division rival for the spot. That would just be fantastic. You can bank it. This is awesome, though. I love <laughs> the fact that we're like last year at this time, we're th- we were hoping maybe for a miracle at the end of the season um, to get in the playoffs. But this year we're talking about like, can we get the two seed and maybe an outside shot at the one? Uh, but all like a 99.999% chance of making the playoffs. Hurry Actually, if Seattle loses tomorrow, today. we are guaranteed a playoff spot. Um, yeah. But right. either way. Guaranteed. I think um, Purdy got hurt today, too. I don't know how bad. But... No, he, he came back in. He's fine. Yeah, he, oh. was, he was fine. <laughs> McCaffrey was stud. Yeah, uh, beast. beast. He's just unreal. But uh... That'll be a great <laughs> matchup, us versus the 49ers for the conference. Like, I'm fine we have with so that. many similar weapons. Like, it would have to be in, in San Francisco. We'll make up for 1983. Eddie Murray. Yeah. I want to watch the game with Eddie Murray. I want to be in the room with Eddie Murray when we watch that game. <laughs> and 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 we we beat the 49ers. You know, to, to win it. Oh, 
That's how I want to be. That would be pretty freaking sweet. <laughs> uh, recently, Pride of Detroit put out uh, the most uh, heartbreaking games in Lions history, like the top five, you know. And, of course, the number two, oh, which I to me was number one, 1983, when Eddie Murray missed that field goal against the 49ers that would have put us in the NFC Championship game and, uh, and probably won the Super Bowl, you know, because we were good that year. Eddie Murray, the most reliable field goal kicker in the league, like we, he was on our team for what, 18 years or something like that. He was just, he was just money and he misses a 42 yarder, like a foot to the right. <sighs> uh, I'm still, I'm sorry. So I'm really actually, that makes me sorry. Uh, that, that I cried that day. A, uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I digress. I digress. Uh, UJ, that you kind of brings me to like a m- more contemporary question. Like, who do you guys think will be our kicker in the playoffs? Wow, Badgley. there's a good question. Yeah, I you agree. Think it's, you think, well, I mean, I think you, I, I mean, so. they made this move. I mean, Patterson gets benched for Badgley. I think that all put signals. Well, I'd like, like to make can, a 50 yard field goal in the playoffs if possible. Um, so, yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, Badgley's got three games here to prove it before the playoffs. So, but how much do you miss Hopefully Prater? Like, why did we let Prater go? Why did the only bad move by go? Holmes of his career yet? I agree. Pater's still stud out there, man. He's still kicking long. He is. I don't. I don't think the Lions wanted to pay four to five million dollars for a kicker when they're starting their rebuild. So I think that's yeah. the main reason. Yeah. I think that was a little bit of oversight. Not with the, I, one of the like I said, the only kind of bad move the, that didn't quite have the level of foresight. Because I mean. Maybe they just figured we'd find a guy by now, but it's hard to find a good kicker. Hard. It's hard to find it a good is. kicker. I don't know if you guys have seen the Cowboys kicker. He is electric. Brandon well, Aubrey say... didn't kick in college. Uh, he was a soccer player. Then convert. Then he played in the XFL and USFL, I think, for a while. And then yeah. the Cowboys pick him up. And so technically, he's a rookie this year. I think he's like a thirty-year-old rookie or twenty-eight. But anyways, uh, he hasn't missed a kick yet, <laughs> and he's made I, eight of eight from fifty plus, including a six. Amazing, yeah, yeah. I do like good. the uh, paradigm. This paradigm of having a really good team and a bad kicker. I, I prefer this to having a bad team and a good kicker. I will say, I, that. I think we all prefer that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. I would agree Hopefully, that. that won't be a hallmark of Campbell and Holmes' uh, career here, but yeah. uh, I, I think they'll get it figured out. But <laughs> it is much better. I got to tell well, you, the. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead, Z. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. I was just gonna go more about the playoffs. Later, so. No, okay. Well, just I just want to throw this one point out there. You know, I love the lock, the Lions show, the locker room uh, speeches at the end of the the games and stuff. But the, the locker room speeches are getting really, really boring and, and short. And they're just really like Campbell's. Just, I'm proud of you guys. You guys, you guys went out there. You played good. You won. I'm proud of you. Break it down. What? And like what is that that's all for? he says. He doesn't like to say much anymore. Like it, it used to be great when uh, this is a is that your real Brad, Dan Campbell impression? <laughs> Maybe that's just the edited versions we're saying here, Dan. <laughs> I've never heard Dan Campbell sound like that. Well, once. hey, but that's the price of winning, okay? Like, cause when like when remember before when we won our first game, said, that's one, that's one, guys. Oh God, this is one. And then he went on his whole like sports? great rant, and he goes, that's two, two in a row. We put two together. Oh, hey, we what did one hell? on the road. We did one on the road. He's chanting like Elmer hey, Fudd or something. We did Who one on the this? road. We did one on the road. That's what a road this? game. We did a road game. Now we're doing this. We're doing it, guys. This is what we train to do. This is what we practice to do. This is what we do. And this is what we do. You guys, you know what you're doing? You're doing what you practice you're doing. And then you're doing it. So anyway, I don't know. You know, <laughs> it's like did Dan Campbell like get laryngitis <laughs> and also like different like did he grow up in what I don't even know. Like, you used to do a good Dan Campbell impression too, like yeah, brother, and like that was like what was that? Yeah, I don't know. That was not our coach. Maybe it's another coach or something. Uh, building, well, you like, know what I mean. System. I think you get the gist. Never mind. I get the gist. I just don't get the voice. Um <laughs> I am, I'm with you there. But, like, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely easier to be like you know rally the troops when you're like the underdogs, and, <laughs> you know. But now we're the overdogs, okay? We're the overdogs, but Campbell's oh embracing the overdog mentality. I love it. Well, like we're just becoming good, so yeah, you, you don't get overly dramatic when you, you know like, he's finally able to ride that that line of just rock steady, just competence instead of you know having to get everyone emotionally up and stuff. Well, it's just. 
focused. If the Eagles do lose tomorrow, uh, I believe the Lions win out, which is Vikings twice and then at Dallas. They control their own destiny for the two seed. Yeah. Um, and the good news is that Jalen Hurts is out possibly tomorrow for the Eagles, and Matt Patricia is doing the play defensive play calling for the Eagles. Oh, now. <laughs> my God. Can you believe it? Can you believe he it? He just sneaks his way in there. Every, How does he you know? do it? He's like worm to worm tongue, and uh, you know, like he's, Lord of the Rings. he's Belichick's a little <laughs> illegitimate bastard. That's why. Oh my God. <laughs> it's crazy. Bel- Belichick's going to be out of New England after this year. That's a, that's kind of wild. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes. He's going to get traded to like the Chargers or the Redskins or the Commanders. You think he'll keep going? Absolutely. He's so close to the all-time coaching wins record. He cares about that stuff, too. I I think he definitely wants to. You know what, too? I think some fresh perspective. Watch Belichick go somewhere and figure it out again. Like He he needed to re-change his whole paradigm. Like You can't just keep trying to draft a new Tom Brady with like these middling quarterbacks who don't have really the talent. Like you're not going to keep, you're not going to catch that lightning in a bottle again. He's going to have to draft like a really good quarterback. So I mean, he drafted I, I Mac Jones out. in the first round. It did, it went yeah. Like poorly. I just said, a middling quarterback. Mm, yeah. Never like what, well. Yeah, exactly. Like I feel like he would thought, Oh, it's Tom Brady. Another kind of under talented quarterback who will be able to, but he's smart. <laughs> like, so I mean, maybe he'll be good. I don't know, but yeah. But at the very least, it looks like the Lions the are not going to be lower than a three seed. Um, so yeah. uh, th- that two seed would be important for the next round. If they say if they win that first game in the first round, then they can have the, uh, you know, the home game in the second round as well. You yeah. know what's kind of crazy too? We could be having Seedy, Aleem, and Houston potentially back in the playoffs. Yes. Like that could be. We're huge, actually getting huge. really healthy at the end, which is kind of remarkable. Still three games to go. Anything can happen in those. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. But uh, knock on wood. But uh, just keep Ragnow, Decker. Keep the whole line healthy. I think. Oh, I'm with you, man. So hey, that 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 kind of begs the question too. Like once we get in the playoffs, and once we're kind of assured of a spot or win the division, or whatever. Does Campbell rest, guys? Uh, I'm I'm gonna be curious to see what he does. You know, like uh, yeah. does, does he try to win out? I doubt does, it. Does he rest it. his guys or try to keep his linemen healthy? Or I'm just curious. Like it'll be it'll be interesting to see what he does. I think it depends on if we can go for that two seat or not. I think that that'll be a factor. yeah. There has to be something to achieve, probably. Yeah. yeah, as long as we got something to play for. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he will. I think he'll, he'll play. For that t- I mean, the Lions are just a much better home team, especially on the offensive side of the ball. When Goff in in a, in the dome, it's just. He's, it wouldn't he's surprise me though. It's just yes. way better. You're right. You know, he is. Yes. Like there, I think there's something to be said for taking your foot off the gas at the end of a season, though. In that, in that, to the negative, which is, I, I think you risk becoming too conservative by like resting guys and pulling every and like kind of letting that whatever momentum you've built kind of die. Like, I mean, then again, you know, if you're good enough, it shouldn't matter too much. But, uh. I don't know. I think there's something to Which just keep your title to the metal. Forgive, uh, who's that? Oh, yeah. Name the coach's name. Caldwell. I'll never forget him for what he did to the Colts. I just is, that's is, why you brought this up. Seems, you know, because all their down Lions years, I was still a huge Peyton Manning fan. And they were running the table, man. They were, they were what, 14 and 0, 15 and 0? 14 and 0, because it, it was a 16 game season. And he started pulling all the starters at the last two games, and they lost their last two games. Motherfucker, you just, you just, you had your chance at immortality, run the table, and uh, I, I and never respected the Super Bowl after lost. that. Never respected him after that. I didn't care what he did for our team; it didn't matter. I lost <laughs> all respect for that man. So sorry, I dredged up old memories. Sorry, <laughs> UJ would spit on him in the street if he saw him because he has no respect, none. <laughs> well, I think. <laughs> I think we should wrap up here. Uh, <laughs> as always, it's a good note. time. Was that uh, me? On that, on that did note. I do it this time? You did. You spit. You're spitting. <laughs> I mean, I did. So I'm the on that note guy. Yes, and, you're and on the. Oh, note, no, note, yeah. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> Remarkable, it wasn't when you were doing the Dan Campbell impersonation. Oh, yeah, it is yeah. actually. Yeah, <laughs> we let you continue after that, UJ. Somehow, <laughs> for some, some reason. Oh, boy. Um. Well. <laughs> 
the Lions moved to ten and four, a forty-two to seventeen victory. They will be on the road the next two games, uh, and on Christmas Eve, uh, noon Central, one o'clock kickoff in Minnesota. What a great Christmas gift it would be for them to clinch the NFC North for the first time in history. So you can count on the refs to be totally against us in this game uh, because they're going to want the division to play out on the final game of the season. Maybe, probably. maybe. <laughs> hey Z, uh, you know how those things have been coming up, like how they script the NFL, like you see, yeah, yeah. Game and but I was thinking about that during the during the Lions game because, like, like that weird offsides penalty, the offensive offsides that we talked about that didn't happen, it, like oh, the script was in our favor today. I I kept thinking like that. Who the NFL wrote it? They wanted us to win today. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. We've like, been uh, ordained. <laughs> The script is in our favor today. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, I, if that continues, that'd be a true Christmas miracle. Uh, if we get the refs on our side for once in, the, in our entire That would history. be the would time be, we've really arrived. Right. That would be the Christmas. They'll, they'll make movies about that one. <laughs> well, I think we're going to wrap it up here. But uh, thank you to SidelineReport.com for supporting the podcast. Thank you uh, uh, to our producer, Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. <laughs> uh, thanks, for, thanks for just crushing it every week. Every week. Um, He's the best. He's the per best. week. Best in the biz. <laughs> Around. Best in the biz. No one's ever gone. Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool Aid. Twitter slash X at Drinking Lions. Follow us on there. Let us know your thoughts about this Lions team. Who do you want to face in the playoffs? All that good stuff. Um, let us know. Or just reach out to us at Drinking the Blue Kool Aid at gmail.com as well. If you prefer to reach out to us that way. Um, and just, am I forgetting anything? Uh, no, I don't think so. So we'll be back later this week previewing that game at Minnesota. On Christmas Eve, uh, and then well, after that Christmas Eve one, hopefully, I'll have more information uh, on the next podcast about when we'll uh, podcast our reaction to that. But in the meantime, we want to thank all our listeners for tuning in and downloading this podcast on Spotify or Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love to review, we greatly appreciate that too. But we'll be back later this week previewing the game to clinch the North. Yes, yes. yes. But uh, and thank you everybody for listening. And last but not least, as always, go go forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave. Stand and cheer the brave, rock, 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 go hard, win the game, with honor you will keep your fame, down the field and gain, Alliance victory, go, go. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.